What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is, the podcast where we talk about the things that you don't want to. Today, we are going to get into something that is a lot more deep than what we usually do. Um, We are going to be talking about the struggles of black women, something that we go through all the time, something that low-key affects everybody even though you kind of don't want to see that it does. Uh, Today I'm also here with my friend Diana who is going to get into this with us because it's important to see that there are people that are going through the same thing as you, especially when it's something so marginalized as black women. So um, the first thing I want to get into is just the overall dehumanization of black women and how we have to be a certain way or we'll get viewed as angry or crazy or just off the wall so what do you what do you have to say about that like how do you feel about how we're dehumanized on a regular basis i feel like overall it really like the dehumanization of black women stems from racism and slavery and I don't usually like to say slavery I like to say like enslaved people because you know our people did not choose to become slaves they were taken in captivity and were forced to become um, the things they were forced to do things that they had to do but I feel like when it comes to black women it's like there's already this stigma that black women are strong no matter what and mm-hmm. black women are going to do what they have to do to be at the top no matter what and it's just like with that the other side expects that from us yeah. so the, de- the dehumanization begins whenever we don't live up to what their expectations are and um and it's just like <clears throat> whenever black women for instance don't perform this, the way they want to or prime example when black women are athletes it's like well, I expected her to get this many points. I expected her to get this many turnovers, layovers, da 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 da, whatever it is, because that's what they've seen from us in the past. But as soon as we don't live up to that expectation, we're broken down. We're called, for instance, um, I think it's Serena Williams. Like mm-hmm. whenever she was, um, she got frustrated on the tennis court and she like threw her racket down and stuff. Like they blew that up. They had so many cartoons and like images of her doing that in like a negative way, but they didn't really understand the the emphasis in the background to why she was acting the way she was acting. So I think it stems from the poor things that we've done, what we've been put through and not living up to the expectations of white people. So. I I definitely agree with you on that, especially with the Serena Williams um, reference, because I remember seeing that and I'm just like, why is she not allowed to express feel- herself? angry about yeah. being called a cheater yes <laughs> right like why right. why is she not allowed to feel some a certain type of way about that because she didn't cheat right you called her a cheater right especially after this is someone who's won the most grand slam titles ever mm-hmm. and you're calling her a cheater like i would take offense to that too like right. you would take offense to that like why am i not allowed to show emotion when someone shows me emotion. Mm-hmm. Because you said that just because of how you feel about me. Not because right. I actually cheated or you saw that you thought that I cheated. You did, You said that because you just don't like me. Right. And then it also goes back to emotion. Like, 
other people we we don't express ourselves like as black women and black men when we're in like higher authority or we're in the workforce we don't express ourselves because we are we fear what the other person is going to say like we can be fired we can be made fun of like it's going to be a joke later on in the conversation they're going to talk about you and stuff so as soon as you begin to express it, it, it as soon as you begin to express emotion they start to become like well, why are you expressing emotion? We never seen that from you before. Like mm-hmm. usually, you just take what it is and you go. And so, as soon as they said that she was a cheater, she's like, "Hell no! Like no, I'm not no cheater. I'm about to tell y'all why." Mm-hmm. And she got upset. And so, once they, once our counterparts and people that are higher authority see that we are starting to get emotional, it's like we become weak, and that's when they start to do dehumanize us and tear us down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I kind of want to take it a little further back. Um, to like instead of being black, a black woman being a black girl mm-hmm. growing up when you were younger and how how they sexualize black girls so much like young black girls can't wear certain clothes because now it's too grown yeah even though they're children's clothes yeah and or a little girl a little black girl can't wear her hair straightened because mm-hmm. that's too grown mm-hmm but, I mean, little white girls wear their hair straight all the time. Right. I mean, because that's how they just wear their hair, and that's yeah. fine. You're a little girl then. Right. But a little black girl does it now. She's too grown. I, I don't understand that complex and how people come up with that and why why it has to be, oh, you know, you're too you're too young to wear these shorts. But, like, it's, it came out of the kids' section. Like, these right. are children's clothes. Like, what do you mean? Right. And it's... Literally because I guess just society views us as something totally different than what every everything else is like. For instance, Micaiah Brown, Bryant? Bryant. Yeah. Bryant. She they call her a sixteen year old woman. Exact bro, what? <laughs> That's crazy. She is like, a child. She's a child, bro. Child. She's a child, and see, and I feel like that's another part of the dehumanization. Like, mm-hmm. because why, why are you, why are you referring to her, referring to her as she's an adult? Mm-hmm. She's literally sixteen. She's a kid. Exactly. She is not over eighteen. Therefore, she is not a woman. Why can't little black girls be referred to as little girls? Exactly. Why do they have to? Why do they have to all the way always be adults? When being talked about, how do you feel about that? You got a point. Like, why? <laughs> the real question is, why are little girls over sexualized? Like, why are they adultified in instances <clears throat> in instances where they're youth? Like, how? Why can't a little girl go to school and have her hair straightened? Why can't she wear like, for instance, when I'm when I'm on Facebook and stuff like that, I see. It's sad to say, but I even see black people over-sexualizing and adultifying young girls. And it's like, how can we stop? First, we have to fix our own culture. Not fix our own culture, but like address our own culture and ask, why, why are you adultifying this little girl? Why are you making it seem like this little girl is wanting to be a, an adult? She don't have, she don't have the mindset. Like, exactly. she didn't wake up and say, oh, I want to dress like a 35 year old today like no she didn't do that she wanted to express herself the way she wanted to express herself but society and society's standards and measures are putting that i want to say crutch on little black girls but again it stems it's a root to all of this and i think in the black community 
it goes back to like, and there's nothing against, like, I don't want anybody to be like, oh, uh, religion or spirituality or anything like that, but it stems from the black church. Like, I, I grew up in like a very small town and the type of church that I went to was like, you couldn't wear um, pants in the choir stand, you couldn't walk across the pulpit, pulpit and stuff like that. And if you were going to sit on the front row, you had to have like something laid over your, over your skirt and stuff. And it's just like, why should I have to why should I have to like dress myself up for someone else? Why can't I express myself? I'm not saying that you should walk in church, you know, showing everything that who God gave you. I'm not saying that, but I don't think an adult should be, sorry, I don't think an adult should be telling you like what you should and shouldn't wear. If you're trying to, especially when people say, Oh, dress for the Lord or whatever is in the Bible, come as you are. It's just like, I don't like that. So I feel like, a lot of that in the black community stems from the black church because they put these boundaries and these measures on little black girls. And then it rolls over into, um, um, generational curses and I mean, like breaking generational curses. And you know how people say like, when, when it comes to politics, oh, they're just going to die out and then it'll get better. But in the black community, it's almost the same thing. It's like, oh, well, once granny dies, you don't have to worry about that no more. Or once grandpa gone, You'll be all right. It's like, no, because then it's still being instilled okay. into the uncle, the nephew, the cousin. Like, they're still learning it. And so how can we break generational curses whenever those people who are dying off are still instilling it into those people, into their into the next generations? And so I think it stems from, I think the reason why people, well, I personally think in the black community, it's more adultified and over-sexualized than anything. Because, like, as a victim, like, I'm just like, this has happened to me, you know? I've been over-sexualized. I've been told, oh, you don't need to wear that to church. It's too short. Uh, pull your skirt down. He's looking at your skirt. Address him. Like, exactly. I'm not the issue here. <laughs> so yeah, the, the issue is the grown men exactly. that are looking at a child. And I just don't understand what, what's so hard for people to, un to understand that. It's mm -hmm. like... Especially in like school and everything, all oh, girls can't wear uh, spaghetti straps. Bro, yes. Can't wear uh, ripped jeans. Yes. Like, why? Why is nobody? Why is nobody talking about how my shoulders and my knees are distraction? Exactly. <laughs> like I'm distracting you because you see my shoulders. Exactly. That's a problem on your path. Not like it's like you're saying it's a problem that I got shoulders. Yeah. And that I have knees. Like everybody does. Yeah. I don't see what, why I have to hide my shoulders and my knees and cover all up when it's hot at outside while the boys walk around with no shirts on at all mm -hmm. and ass hanging out. Right. <laughs> okay. And but I sit here. I have to wear. I have to wear clothes with that don't have rips in it. Got to show. Got to cover my shoulders. All of that. Mm -hmm. Just because it's a distraction to them. Now, how does that make any sense? Like, and nobody, nobody sat here and thought about like, hmm, that is stupid. Like even yeah. women. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, you yeah. don't, you don't sit here and think because it was mostly the female teachers mm -hmm. that was enforcing that. Yes. Pushing it. Like pushing it hard. Yeah. Like what's wrong with you? You, you literally have no brain power. It seems yeah. like. And, and then after that, it just felt like I'm not like I'm not even listening to anything you have to say because I think you're stupid. Right. At right. this point. Like, I right. think it's something wrong with you. Right. 
and it's like when if you like we're in our 20s you know getting ready to we're older and stuff so we've already encountered these things and sometimes encounter to this day but if you put yourself in the mindset of a young girl and she's like well why am i being she hasn't experienced things that we've experienced you know or probably not but it's like you put yourself in the mindset of a 10 year old and a 12 year old and you're in elementary middle school high school and whatnot and you're like well why are they calling me why are they saying this about me you don't know yet you're like yeah. you're very confused and it starts to make you put some type of judgment on yourself well as a child anyway and you start thinking like well is there something wrong with my body like what's wrong with me do i look weird is there something on me and so as a child it's breaking down their mindset too and if you're an educator especially with that being my passion it's like you're supposed to uplift the child correct them whenever they're wrong and show them how to like improve from their from their wrongings or whatever you should not be trying to break them down and instead of if a child does have on a skirt that's too short don't embarrass her in front of the whole class take her to the side and say like hey you know i noticed this about you let's see if we can make some type of change with it don't embarrass them in front of the whole class because i've seen teachers do that and black teachers at that yeah it's just like what is up with you? <laughs> yeah, all these coons out right. here. Like, just all these coons. And I'm and now that we came on to that, I'm gonna talk about like I guess coonery and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And something I also wanted to talk about was code switching. And I feel like code switching is one of the 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 the, the gates to coons. Mm-hmm. Because when you code switch, because I mean all black people do it, yeah. whether whether they know it or not. We yeah. all do it. Um, and if you don't know what code switching is, code switching is basically making yourself more digestible for white people. Um, and that's something I feel like is what leads black people into into not wanting to be black, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Or not... Um, I guess just being on, not accepting it, yeah, Yeah. not accepting that their skin color, that they're different, you know, and that even, even though you think you all close to these white people, they could, they could literally change, change on you and turn on you in the blink of an eye and (laughs) it won't, there won't be nothing left for you. Yeah. And they just gonna be laughing. They could have been laughing at you the whole time. Like, and it's crazy because I I know that, like, a lot of white people will really go the distance just to play you. Mm -hmm. Just to, just to fuck you over. Mm -hmm. And it's real, it's horrible. But, like, I've seen it with my own eyes. Like, it was in high school. It was this girl who was friends with this other, this other white girl. Mm -hmm. I just not say their names but they was friends the whole four years mm-hmm. and then after after they was after graduation and everything it's just like the white girl just stopped talking to her all of that mm-hmm. and she started being on some racist shit like really like <laughs> as soon off. as like she graduated they wasn't friends no more and she was heavy, Trump, everything. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Bro. <laughs> like, so clearly in high school, her being around the black girl clearly either made her feel protected or something. 
Because she wasn't really her friend the whole time. Exactly. Because yeah, it's not no, you can't just turn the racist switch on and off. Like you was always that. Yeah. And the fact that it was you was that after high school shows that that that's really what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm not saying because like a lot of I guess white people were very uninformed in high school, and they would say a lot of whatever Rickless. slurs, yeah, all of that, and. In a sense, tiny, tiny, tiny bit, I feel like, okay, yeah, I understand. Maybe. But you did it after <laughs> high school? Like, yeah, you really felt that way. So, yeah. how do you feel about co-switching and the things that you have to do to make yourself more <laughs> digestible for white people? Well, first, I want to say, that's crazy as fuck that you just said that, because I literally encountered that same type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, but we're not even gonna go down that hole. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say with code switching and like making yourself more di- more digestible for your counterparts. In my opinion, for people, it really depends on what industry they're in. If you're saying career wise, but when it comes to everyday interactions, and you're, for instance, we in college. And we interact with our counterparts. I'm not changing who I am to make you more digestible for me. Now, I have seen in my internship with myself, I I do try to, like, dress it up. You know how future be, like, dress it up and make it real for me. Yeah. <laughs> but literally, like, that's, that's literally how I feel sometimes. And I have seen how if you do change, make yourself more digestible... You, more things come with that. Yeah. That money, like the the fame and stuff like that. More things come with that, and it's like whenever you're yourself, more things come with that too. But it's more the negative things. Yeah. And so, for instance, when we're ourselves, it goes back to the adultification and the dehumanization of black women. Our counterparts want to lust over us in those negative ways. Mm-hmm. And whenever you're in a career setting, but whenever you make yourself more digestible and you change who you are to a certain extent when you code switch they're like she made she look like she got something going for herself she looks smart mm-hmm. so it's like the negative portrayals with these two sides of the like of code switching or whatever so i'm not gonna lie i do code switch and i mean i know i code switch because of the industry that i'm in but it's just like i've realized with that if you add sides of being yourself to it you're more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't code switch to the point where you become a coon. Like, don't right. do that. That's yeah. crazy. Why are you doing that? But code switch to the point where you got to get yourself to where you need to be at. Like, be to the point where you know who you are, but you know where your goal is for this this industry or this career or whatever. Don't be to the point where you're like, oh, no, I'm going to, like, bandwagon and I'm going to ride on to these white people till I die. No, right. that's not the goal because like you said, they'll switch up on you and that's not what you want. Well, we, you can't really help people switching up on you, but don't worry about that. Like, right. make sure you're on the correct goal. So, that's what I think about code switching. Yeah, code switching is definitely something different and I can't lie. Like, I definitely do it mm-hmm. and sometimes I just, I just feel like it's just better to do it because I just don't feel like dealing with all the questions white people gonna have afterwards. Right. It's always so much 
It's like it's like we're like a museum or like a zoo to them. Mm-hmm. More like a zoo. Yeah. I want to pet you. Yeah. You're so different from me. It's like yeah. it's like I'm an animal. And now they got all these questions. Oh, where do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do that? And it's like, come on. Yeah. You just have to get bothered. You like, I like... just live my life. That's what I do. <laughs> right. That's right. it. Like, I just live. Right. Like, I'm sorry if you've never done that before, but I'm just here and I'm living, I'm breathing. And that's what I do. I just live. Like, I literally had a white girl come up to me and ask me if I got my lips done. No. No way, bro. What? Older like, what's up? <laughs> Bro. Like, the fact that you're that bold to walk up to somebody and ask right. that in the first place is crazy. Where you got your lips done? Like, not even if I got the... Where? Because she wanted it done, too. She want, she want, She's like, I want my lips to look exactly like yours. This happened in Kentucky? Yes. Bro. I want my lips to look exactly like yours. Are you serious, bro? That's crazy. Where did I get my lips done? And I'm like... like can we also talk about the obsession? The like, obsession. That's... Why are they so obsessed with being us? Like... But... Want to keep us under. And keep exactly. us down so bad. But yeah. Yeah. She asked me where I got my lips done. And I was very confused. But again... Code switching. Mm-hmm. I had to sit and I had to evaluate how I wanted to react to that. Mm-hmm. Because if I get upset, now I'm the angry black woman. Exactly. <laughs> but that it's part. like, if I don't get upset, this dumbass thinks she can just go around and do that all the time. Right. Right. So do I save the world or do I save myself? Right. Yeah. That's deep. I decided to save the world that day. <laughs> and I told her to get the fuck out of my face. Period. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I we just go through such a different struggle than everybody. It's so weird. Um, I, I hate it so much, but I hate that I have to educate people on how to treat a black person because because now it's like now it's like i i'm i'm something different mm-hmm. like i'm not just a regular human because you got to treat me differently but it's just like we all need to treat humans like humans that's really all it needs to be mm-hmm. as you as a white person need to be able to treat anybody any color the same way you would another white person simple as that um your skin doesn't make you any better than anybody else. Um, in a sense, it could make you more powerful, but at the end of the day, if you ain't rich, it really don't matter. Thanks. So you can be poor and white as fuck, and it will not matter if I'm black and rich. Mm-hmm. They won't care about what you got to say because I got the money. That's really the messed up part. But... At the end of the day, being a black woman, being a black girl, just growing up black, but also being that double minority is really hard to deal with every day. And I don't think people who aren't black women really understand 
like how horrible it is because you could be another woman of color but you you won't get treated the way black women would you know like especially any other women of color because any other women of color are are seen as more beautiful than black women anyway yeah so like i i'm sorry but i i can't i won't sit and let any other woman of color say that they're treated as horrible as black women because you aren't you're seen as more beautiful like yeah you may get racism but it, there's not people that's trying to call that's trying to tell you that you ugly cuz your skin is dark mm-hmm. you know and i mean that's a whole another another thing that we could talk about some other time but i really appreciate you being here today and work talking about this with me um so please look out for the next episode. It will be out next week. And um, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Ayana, for being here. Thank and you. Thank you. So that's it. <laughs>